What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. I am your exhausted host, Greg, here to present my peoples and our thoughts and questions and whatever else words. What up, Grim Sleeper Caleb? How you doing, man? Hey, listen, it's a good day to be up. It's a good day to be around. Uh, the weather is absolutely insane. 75 degrees in December, but hey. Other than the existential dread of global warming, it's a good day. Played games other than Skyrim. Uh, can't complain. We'll talk about that here a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's stupid 75 degrees global warming. At least thoughts and prayers and everything else that you can possibly think of, whatever it is you practice to those who uh, weren't so lucky and got hit by the tornadoes this last weekend. Yeah. Oof, can't even imagine. Um, Ash, Miss Sparks. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, today's the first day off that I've had in a while to be just a potato. Um, I should have been cleaning, but I procrastinated until like the last minute. But other than that, pretty decent. A lot of working. That's, that's why you fit in the show, Ash, because we procrastinate <laughs> on planning for the show until we are actually supposed to be recording for the show. It works out perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah. So, guys, we're going to recap um, our thoughts on the Game Awards show. I, unfortunately, did not get to watch it. Caleb, you did get to watch it? Yeah, I Correct. watched the whole show. Uh, oh, you are exceeding this last two, two months. I'm, I'm trying, oh, man. God. I'm trying. I watched the whole show, but I watched it delayed, so I skipped all of the ads, all of the uh, concert performances, the speeches. Most of them I skipped, so I, like... Watch the trailers, watch the announcements, watch the reviews. And so, yeah, it's good. All right. What about you, Ash? Did you get to watch it? Uh, I did not watch it live, but I did uh, go back and look at some of the trailers and watch the ones that I was interested in. Um, I mean, I got about a handful that I'm, like, super excited about and then another handful that I'm interested to see how that's going to pan out. But I wasn't, like, super invested in it at the time, mainly because work Gotcha. All right. Well, let's start with what we always start with when we play this last week. Uh, Caleb, I'm going to go with you, my guy. What did you start with this week? So I bounced around a little bit, kind of took a peek at the backlog, said, okay, what's here? What's there? Uh, jumped into some Xenoblade Chronicles 2 um, and then realized I had a bunch of DLC that I bought and totally forgot about. So I like, played that for a little bit. Uh, been shiny hunting on Pokemon and underground hunting Pokemon, trying to get that uh, regional decks completed so I can go ahead and jump into the national desk so I can go ahead and shiny hunt for my guy, shiny Charizard. Um, played a little bit of Skyrim, of course. Um, and then on the mobile front, on the mobile front, um, still running around um, with a uh, slime. The slime mobile game is really good, especially on an iPad. Like, that's the way to play that game. The slime? Yeah. That. So there's a game called... Uh, are you guys seen the anime? Last That time I got reincarnated yeah. as a slime? Yeah. There's a mobile game on iOS. Um, and it's really good. It's really, really good. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, what about you, Ash? Have you been streaming anything? Uh, I've streamed Call of Duty and Planetside, but that's about it. Um, I did play Portal Knights with the little man and the hubs, and then I also played 
or dabbled in um, Vampire. I'm thinking about just starting over and just live streaming that one. It's pretty cool so far. Um, I just want to kind of get a feel for it before I jump in with a whole bunch of people watching me screw up. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so, do you play anything else, or is that all you got? I don't want to. That's all I have for now. Uh, Pokemon. That's about it. Oh, how far into Pokemon? Uh, I completed the first gym battle. Um, pretty much it. I like it. If me, Matt, and Caleb were like, we're going, we're going in, and we just blew through it. Ash is like, I'm gonna do a little here. I'm gonna do a little over there. I'm gonna hit it up as I please. Whatever is what it is. Like I like well, it. I appreciate it. Well, so I'm like one of those like super like thorough talk to every NPC like search all the things like the trash cans in the buildings. They always have like some of them always have stuff in them. You know, like people will give stuff to you and trade stuff with you. They're, they're, if you just blow through without actually talking to all the NPCs, there's a lot that you miss. Oh, I, I talk to all the NPCs. I don't read yeah. it, but I talk to them all. Yeah. All of them get spoken to. Cook, 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 cook. I'm not talking. I'm not reading them. Gotcha. Okay. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was there an option on this one? Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's do something. I put everything uh, on. A, I always put everything on fast text. And so I just I click A and I da -da 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 -da, until they stop talking and I move on. Uh, this week I beat Halo Five a little man. Um, like that, those campaigns. Like I, I realized playing th through four when I had my nephew as well with us. I think we beat Halo Four in like four hours. Dang. Like yeah, it is there. Well, I mean, if you look at the part times, like the part times for most levels are like twenty minutes, and there's only ten or eleven levels per per game. Mm -hmm. So they're not that long. Um, you can conceivably blow through them like three, four, like three hours. Like it's not hard. Um, five, I want to say took us probably six hours. It was just me and little homie. Um, Cause five, you cannot do multiplayer per console. And we only had two. Mm -hmm. So the nephew could play. So it was just me and my son. Um, Oh, it's it's not five, five. I think it's a lot of trash. It's not bad. Um, and in retrospect, it makes a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. um, but the the gameplay is all right. It's it's crazy how three every single Halo game has different button mechanics. Which yeah. you, I mean, Call of Duty's had the same button mechanics since Call of Duty Two. But like they haven't they changed. That's the question. Halos are good, and they change in meaningful ways. Call of Duty is okay. the same. Not Call of Duty's, but Call of Duty's is like the first-person shooter. Um, like that's what everybody goes to nowadays. It's and that even the new Halos, they're Call of Duty. Like everything is left trigger, zoom, right stick is is zoom in further if you're going to do B is melee. Like that's all across. The board. Gotcha. Um, anyway. So play two five. Five's got a pretty decent story. You gotta actually like pay attention to it as you do with all the Halos, but like it's it makes sense. It's not bad. Um started playing six this week. I haven't played much, maybe five or six hours into it. 
that is that is a masterpiece. Um, uh, like I'm, I've barely delved into it. The first two levels are straight up Halo game, so it is very linear. It is like a gameplay tutorial. They don't tell you. There's not a lot of this is how you do things. It's more or less expected. You know how Halo works, how shooters work. Um, but the here's here's the new mechanics. Here's the grappling hook that you can use. Here's these new special weapons that you can get. Here's like play around, check things out, get a vibe for it, and then you beat the first two levels, and it's like sweet. Good luck. Have fun in this massive open world. Amazing. That grapple hook is by far the best add-on weapon to any game I've ever played, hands down. I literally saw someone using it as a Spider-Man whip, and it was like, Master Chief is the new Spider-Man. I cracked up. They're not wrong. Like... There have been times where I have almost fallen off the edge of the level of the world because you're on the ring. So once you fall off, you're dead. You're in space. Um, I have almost fallen off and I, I'm falling and I grapple hook and it, it pulls you up and then launches you because momentum launches you up. But you're not all the way there yet. So you do another grapple hook and, it, and there you are back under the level. I've done that many, many times. Um, it introduces a whole new level of not just verticality, but mobility. Um, like I'm finding myself solo in a swarm of brute covenant elites, grunts, whatever you want to call them now. Um, the, the banished, the banished, I'm finding myself in like a group of the banished. And instead of focusing on one, I will grapple hook around. So that way the rounds aren't coming at me in one direction. And I'm just wrecking things uh i had a moment where i had three rounds left in both my weapons combined and i was just grapple hooking melee as i go to take out enemies to thin the herd until i was able to find another weapon that i liked to start killing them. like it is phenomenal how that works um it's far cry-esque ish so as you open up new FOBs, you open up a new area. There's okay. more little things on the mini-map you can find. Um, you unlock weapons and vehicles in the, the game itself that you can then just... You go to an FOB, so a forward operating base, and you're just, okay, cool, I want this vehicle and I want that gun. They get delivered. You grab your gun, jump in the vehicle, you take off, go do whatever you want to do. Um, so there's a bunch of little side stuff on top of the store you can do. So naturally, I'm doing it all. You can find new like stuff for multiplayer. So as far as like skins, I guess you'd say, or different colored stuff. Um, so like it's it's a great game. Uh, I kind of wish I played on legendary. Uh, from what I've heard, in legendary mode, they actually have like the brutes will grab the grunts. And, and throw and them like, at you, and and yeah, they'll yeah. throw them at you while they're kamikaze with grenades. Yeah, I, I saw a video. Like, I saw a couple of videos on. Uh, I think it was Twitter. One was just like this grunt is like sitting there, like trying to talk to his friend. Is like, Kenny, Kenny, yeah, are you still mad? And you see Master Chief come down with a, a brute hammer, and it's like, oh no, I know, I know. Boof. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Uh. There's 
they actually have bosses. Which like they're is super cool. And they're not just like throwaway characters, or I mean, they are obviously because you're gonna kill them. Um, so in that aspect, they're they're not just like like the first one you get. You actually get before the level starts. You get introduction to the enemies a little bit, and that's the first one you kill. So like you know who this is and what he's about to do. He's not just a guy that shows up out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, there's the UNSC most wanted. So like there's enemies around the map that you'll find that are like the leaders of the little gangs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you take them out, you'll actually get their special appearance weapons that you can use in campaign mode. Um, so like different uh, energy sh- swords and all like all kinds of weapons will have different features and stuff like that. So really cool, really interesting. I cannot wait to play more of this game. Um, and then Saturday night, I got sucked into going to Dave and Buster's. So I did the one thing that anybody in my situation would do when they go to Dave and Buster's. Spend 45 bucks and see how long it takes to play the Halo game at Dave and Buster's. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I did that, Ash. I did it. And your boy got top score on the machine. Let me tell tell you what. So it's only... (laughs) No, I don't play play that. Um... It's only it's only six levels. It's weird. It's a it's like a it's very much an arcade. Game. Um, obviously, it's an arcade, uh, but it's cool because it's four players on two big big ass screens. Like they've got to be sixty five side by side. Uh, so it's four players. You have like one of those turret guns, so like a, a mounted fifty cal kind of style. You got triggers. You have a reload button in the middle and have these two thumb triggers um it's a side story to halo one comet evolved so every now and then you do see master chief on there you are other spartans that are on that ring which is cool because they're expanding the story of all that stuff and adding more stuff to it that was there but those who just played the game didn't really know mm-hmm. um but the game plays kind of wonky and uh, at least the gunplay is because obviously you're not you're not controlling where you go. You're just shooting at stuff constantly. Um, you do pick up other weapons, but they don't work. You only recognize them for the way they look when you see them. Outside of that, there's nothing different. Uh, the, you're, everything is shooting like a turret. You reload some of them. It's like the need, You pick up Needler, and it's just 60 rounds that you're just constantly shooting. There's like, I swear to God, the shotgun's like 45 rounds and kills nothing. Uh, the assault rifle is probably the closest thing you'll ever find to anything in Halo, but short of knowing what the guns are, they're not the guns at all. Um, you still get to blow up all the ships and all the cool stuff and do all the cool things. It's six levels. The most fun thing to me was watching as people would come in towards the end of a level, pay credits to play, level be complete, and they're like, oh, I'm done, and they'd walk away. Mm. I'm like, bro, come on, man, sit down, have me play. Kill the dude. Tell me, let's get it. Um, so, not bad. It didn't cost me 45 bucks. It cost me 8.8 credits. I started with 270. I ended at like 195 or something weird like that. So, whatever, 100 credits will get you through it if you're not too, too bad. It's not bad. That's less, not bad at all. Less, yeah, less if you play with more people, I think. So, but I know it's a lot. Talked forever. I love Halo. Can't stop talking about Halo. 
I want more Halo. I need to play more Halo. Uh, we're, we'll talk about Halo more, I think, as we go. We'll definitely be talking, I think, Halo next year this time. Uh, I think Goaty. Goaty, Goaty is selfish. You think so? Uh, bro, that's, look, this is the best year for Halo because Battlefield 2042, from what I understand, is hot garbage. It's so uh, bad. Ash, okay. Ash, correct me if I'm wrong, Call of Duty Vanguard is not exactly something everybody wants to play. Oh, it's bad. They have, uh, bad, 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 Vanguard bad. has the oh. lowest sales of any Call of Duty in the last decade. So the new the new Warzone map that they dropped for Vanguard has so many problems um, that like you can't it's it's unplayable. You blue screen so many times. Your characters like glitching in and out through walls. Like it's it's bad. Um, I I don't like Vanguard honestly. I don't like the weapons. I don't like the maps. I mean, it it's it needs a lot of work. Um, they rushed it, like every other Call of Duty that in existence. Um, even though they're still using the same platform and uh, basically reskinning of Modern Warfare, like Modern Warfare when it released was way better than what Vanguard is, even though it's the same skeleton, so to speak. Like it had its problems too, but it wasn't this bad. I just like I've I've stopped playing Vanguard and I I just went back to Cold War. I just don't understand how at this point, like, why are we still having to deal with this issue? Because Game. they the, they have these deadlines. Not, they're not even complete anymore. We're, we're getting yeah, well, the, games. They they get they get set with these deadlines that they have to complete. Because everybody knows Call of Duty comes out between, you know, October, November, whatever the case may be. And so you get these half-assed ideas, excuse my language, and just poor execution because they're so worried about getting a game out on a specific date rather than actually producing quality content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. What happened uh, with that one game that dropped last year? Cyberpunk. Which has the potential to be a really great game. Everything has the potential to be a really great game. We're going to talk about that. I have some thoughts. They rushed it, though. They rushed it. Yeah. Happens. Um, Anyway, let's let's talk about some Game Ward stuff. Again, I didn't watch it. Caleb watched it all. Yeah. Ash watched a whole lot more than I did. Um, But I have my little post-it note from last week. (laughs) <laughs> with my votes that I made. I already didn't realize that Matt and I definitely messed up. We'll be wrong, but we'll get to that later, I guess. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but we talked about multiplayer, best family, RPG, action. Why do I have that on here twice? Best action, best action game. Interesting. Uh, best ongoing, goatee, and most anticipated. Anticipated. Alright. Uh, am I missing one, Caleb? Did I miss um, anything? From what we talked about last week, I don't remember, but I have the full list here in front of me. My action-adventure game. That's what I'm missing. Okay. Uh, that's the one I'm missing. That's that first one. 
Oh, man, I did pretty good, though, i got to say. All right, so best multiplayer game. Uh, Caleb, do you remember what you voted on? Yes, because it saved all my settings. For best multiplayer game, let's go to categories. Ash, did you legit vote at all, or did you track your, your votes anyway? Mm-mm. Okay. I didn't have the chance, unfortunately. Well, you lost. Winners. <laughs> you all categories. Uh, I mean, like, because I don't think you guys actually won either, so. Uh, according to what I've seen so far, I've done pretty daggum good. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go through this, and I've got I've got my post-it for proof. It doesn't show up because blurred out, which is preferred for best multiplayer game. Uh best multiplayer game. I won. I chose it. Takes two. So did I. Uh, we both won, because It Takes Two was the best multiplayer game of last year. Yeah. Um, and I specifically remember saying I wanted to vote for It Takes Two to send a message that couch co-op is still important to gamers. Yeah, no, I remember. I remember. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it wrong. Ash, Ash was wrong though. Um, she chose. Uh, she chose. Uh, she chose Back for Blood. I remember this. One. I remember this one. She was like, oh, oh, Back for Blood. I can see Back for Blood. <laughs> Wrong, and then and then Matt, um, Matt, I, Matt, he doesn't count today. Um, he has some explosive diarrhea of the toe, so apologize. Thoughts and prayers to Matt. All right, uh, best role playing game. <sighs> Caleb, what did you choose? Best role playing game. I did yep. not win this one. I don't either. I, I don't want to know if you won or not. It's not the question. I asked you what you chose. <laughs> Best role playing game. I picked uh, SMT five, but I, also I, I could see Tails winning. I wrote down Shimagami Tensei, um, but I scratched that out and then rewrote Scarlet Nexus. Um, I I hundred percent still think any that any one of the anime games could have won. Wouldn't have been wrong. Um, Ash chose Cyberpunk 2077 because she said it launched so great. Um, and there's no way to prove me wrong, Ash. You can't <laughs> prove me wrong. Uh, so Caleb and I both took an L on this one. However, who did take a W was Tales of Arise. Well-deserved. Can't wait to see more Tales game, especially because I think next year is like some 25th anniversary and we're going to get over-inundated with them, and I can't wait. Uh, next up, best action game. Caleb, what did you choose? Ooh. Best action game. I believe I picked Returnal. So let me just verify that. Best action game. Best action. Best action game. I did, in fact, pick Returnal. And I did. Are you with <laughs> I picked Returnal as well. Uh, Ash picked Chivalry 2 because she thought it'd be really cool to swing a sword and a shield at people. And again, she can't tell me I'm wrong. She has no way to prove me right. But what I can prove to everybody is that Returnal did win the best action game of the year. Uh, next. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 What's up? I've, I've had the, 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 the greatest betrayal of my life. I He's eating him. my Twinkies. I bought him. I'm inside of the one pack. Hey, listen. Man's got to do. Man's got to do. 
right now. He puts two in his mouth. Double kill. <laughs> no, he tried to be sneaky about it and face the wall and eat it. I can't believe you right now. That's like when you try to eat food and you time out. You're supposed to face the wall, so you got to sneak the food like this. Are you over there eating? No. Food in timeout? I mean, you got to sneak the food. That's what I'm saying. All right. Because you know you're going to timeout, right? So you get the hoodie. And you, I mean, listen, you do the hoodie. Oh, we, I didn't even get, I didn't even, are you talking about school or like, I didn't get time, like I had, oh, you going to go to timeout five minutes. No, nah, it was going to timeout now. No, and if, I mean, if I was lucky, the only food that was given to me was the grains of rice for my y'all needs. To, y'all, y'all, y'all better call the popo because he's fixing it. He's slow eating it in front of me now. Hell yeah. Betrayal. I mean, just remind, him, just remind him that you got two pair of hands and they rated E for everybody. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Eat it now. I don't want them no more. Ash. Ash. I'm coming, I'm coming back. Come back. Come back to me here. Actually, come back. I'll mail you a Twinkie. I'll mail you a Twinkie. Don't worry about it. Uh, best ongoing game. Best ongoing Caleb, game. what did you vote for? Uh, I believe I voted for Final Fantasy XIV. Man, this can't be the year we tie. This cannot be the I can really tie. Uh, Ash, Ash decided that Fortnite would be the best ongoing game of the year um, because she loves to buy all the skins. Um, she spends all of her money on the skins. You can find her on Fortnite at Miss underscore Sparks. Uh, she plays it all the time. Um, she loves those epic games. But Caleb and I were 100% accurate. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Online did win game with, uh, a best ongoing game of the year. Ooh, we're the best. That sucks. At this we tied three to three. We're tied three to three. You both lost one so far. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, we're gonna talk about this one here in a minute. I'm a little, I'm a little salty about this one here. Uh, let's go to best action adventure game of the year, Caleb. What did you choose? I picked Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we end up a tie. This this one looks like uh, Ash. Ash, what did you want to choose? I'll even let you... What did you want to choose of these games? you remember? I don't remember, to be honest. Guards, Guards of the Galaxy. Are you really that upset about the Twinkie? <laughs> She's really upset about that Twinkie. Wow. Uh, 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 Guards of the Galaxy. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village. Uh, I think... I said it was a cross between Guardians and Ratchet and Clank, but I can't remember. And, and you were a cross between Wrong and Hell No. Uh, me and Caleb both got it right with Metroid Dread. <laughs> Best action adventure game of the year. Uh, with no, that's a no means list. All right, Caleb. What was your most anticipated game of the year? It was God of War. Ash, what was yours? Do you remember? Elden Ring, God of War, Horizon Forbidden West, sequel to The Legend of did Zelda Breath of the Wild, or Starfield. I did. I, we did. Yeah, and we both lost. I think so. Would you, would you, well, you know, I thought yeah. it was either Legend of Zelda or God of War. And Okay, so we were all wrong. 
Because I all of us, I specifically remember saying like Elden Ring has a bigger fan base than you're giving it credit for, and it's and I yeah whatever whatever y'all kick rocks Elden Ring one <laughs> and okay look that finger spider can kick rocks all right dude look uh last up no I'm missing one here where's the Dagon family I need this family dude there it is here we go let me. That's the one we were trying to like decide whether it was going to be party or superstar. What? 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 All right, best family game of the year, Ash. Uh, what? <laughs> WarioWare, Super Mario 3D World, new Pokemon Snap, Mario Party Superstars, or It Takes Two. What do you think won? Probably It Takes Two. Caleb, what did you choose? I picked Superstars. And I picked Mario 3D World. What? Dude, it takes two cleaned up. Up appriently. Appriently. It, it, oh, I'm so sorry. From what I can this. count, I think they won five awards. Uh, I don't know. There's got to be a way for me. Okay. Okay. I'm a little salty. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, <sighs> game of the year. Caleb, what did you put down? I don't even remember. Let me go take a quick gander. Game of the year. Ash, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Rachette and Clonke, or Resident Evil Village. Uh, I think you said it was either Deathloop or It Takes Two. I can't remember off the top of my head. Well, you said it was Deathloop. Caleb, what did you say? I also said it was Deathloop. <laughs> and I said it was Ratchet and Clank. And we were all told to go pound sand with our Jesus shoes. We were all wrong. Because, Caleb, you were right. What did, what did you say before? It takes Clean sweep. Cleaned up. Clean sweep. So, Caleb, what was your, your of those games, what was your score? Do you remember? I got four of those, Mary. Of the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight categories you covered, I got half of them. Right? I think I got three or four right. But I, we we need to verify because if you got three of them right, I win. If you got four, we tied. There's a difference. Think you got three right? I think I got three right as well. Multiplayer. I, multiplayer. I I got that one right. Family, you got wrong. RPG, you got wrong. Action game you got wrong. No, action, action game I got right. No, action adventure game you got wrong. Action adventure I got wrong. Action, action I got right for sure. Action game you got wrong. Ongoing we got right. Yeah, I won. You got three. I did. I did. I did. And you got four. That's right. Uh, rating champion. Oh, yeah. They go to the gym. <laughs> so. So that was the Game Awards uh, as far as the awards part itself. There was a whole lot more. I strongly recommend you go check them out to see if there was anything intriguing um, that you might have missed. Best Performance was like the only award I actually got saw presented, and I was somewhat disappointed. Um, well, I don't want to make a race thing, but it's definitely a race thing. Ah, it's easy to do right there. Uh, the one white lady won. Yeah, I, I, let me be honest. I felt a way, like I, I like when it when it happened, I legitimately felt a way. I was like, like Giancarlo Esposito 
demolished his role. And so did... Uh, so did... I, all of them. All of I, them. Okay, I didn't, I didn't play Life is Strange, but the two care actors for Deathloop, like, they... The what I've played of that, like, they brought that story together. Insane. And then you have, like, the big boob nine-foot-tall vampire lady who's in the game, I'm guessing. I haven't played it, but considering she's a bad guy, she's I, probably not in a whole lot. Honestly, I think... I think it was just a bunch of horny horn dogs. Like they weren't voting for the best voice acting. They weren't voting for the best actor. They, they weren't were voting, voting with this head. They, exactly. And I don't know why people are such horn dogs for video game characters. Like, bro, like, no. Like, honestly, I was truly disappointed. I feel like that if that award had gone like the way it should have gone, it should have gone to one of the actors of Deathloop or Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, one we did talk about that I want to look at real quick was uh, accessibility. Uh, so with us, Ash, innovation for inaccessibility. Yeah, this one also A confused me. Ash, Ash, are you fighting over that Twinkie over there? No, no, no. Uh, okay. Minor issue, but not related. How did this? How, why did this confuse you, Caleb? Like. I didn't understand how Life is Strange won. Because I won what? Uh, accessibility. No, innovation accessibility. Life is Strange wasn't even on that list. Okay, let me let me make sure I'm looking at the right one. Innovation accessibility. Far Cry Six, Horizon, oh, yeah, yeah. Forza, Forza Horizon Forza, Five. Never mind. Yeah, no, I, that's I, cool. I remember seeing this, and at first I was confused, and then they explained it, and I was like, oh, oh yeah, that makes sense, and then. It made even more sense because Microsoft is heavy, heavy, heavy on the accessibility controllers. So I was like, all right, makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Best mobile game was Genshin Impact, which oh, that, I feel that, like is cheating. I, I got that one. I got that one right. I don't know, it, was one of, it wasn't one of our five, but I got that one right. Uh, let's see. Best racing sports game is Forza. Forza. Uh, best fighting game. Guilty Gear. I got that one right. Okay, okay. Uh, AR VR? Resident Evil 4? That that seems like... Mm. How was that? Because that, that came out... That came out like the beginning of November. That was a stretch, yeah. And it's also like a re-release... Like, that doesn't feel right. That That's like a slap in the face. The other four games are new games, and you drop this, this fifth one... That uh, feels disrespectful. Best indie game was Kina Bridge of Spirits. I got that one. I want to right. play that. Really want to play that. Uh, games for Impact. Did we already talk about this one? The, that was Life is Strange. That, that was, was the one that confused me. Yeah, Game for Impact. I kept wondering why, why? I won that category. I, I had. Do you not know what Life is. Do you not know the, the backstory between Life is Strange? Nope. It's it's about being accepted in society more or less from what I understand based on like your like I know the first one was the, her sexuality, like she comes out as gay and oh. nobody like I, I that and that's my understanding is that's kind of the same basis around this one as well. Oh, okay. Um it's it's a lot of the LGBT community kind of stuff. So okay. I think that's where that impact comes from. Okay. That makes and that, if that's the case, that makes sense. 
Because, like, mm-hmm. from my understanding from watching the trailers, it was all about, like, traveling between two time zones. I'm like, what in the world does this have to do with impacting the, the, the greater community? But if that's the case, oh, yeah, good for them. I don't, I don't know of any other indie mobile narrative. Was, narrative was uh, Guardians. Guardians, which I don't know how. Art was Deathloop, which... Okay. Music. Who won music? Near. Okay. Audio design? It's gotta be a shooting game, right? Forza. Okay. Wow, Ratchet got no love? None. Completely snubbed, bro. That's disrespectful. Hmm. Completely, one hundred percent snow. Is, is my dude on here? Anybody on here? I'm sorry, I'm looking at the future class. I, I, I apologize. Yeah, that was the next thing I was going to. Huh. Good for them. I don't see any of us on here, so they're all wrong. That's all there is to it. Could have put my mugshot on there. I got a problem with that. I'm going to be as hell, too. Let's do it. All right. Let's talk about <laughs> the trailers. Now, Caleb, this is where you come in because I don't watch the trailers. I watched one that I want you two to talk about, and then I'm just going to dunk all over it when you guys are done. So, Caleb, I'm going to give you the reins. Drive the bus on home, my guy. I mean, there were a lot of trailers, and I mean a lot of trailers. I don't know if I have the capacity to talk about all of them, nor do I feel like I care to. Um, but I feel like the most important ones. Um, do it. Do it. Talk right about at it. the top. Star Wars Eclipse. Top. Yeah, let's go on that one. That one is. That one looked crazy in so many ways, uh, mostly because it looks nothing like Star Wars. Uh, Not real quick. I'm I'm just now catching up to the conversation you guys had uh, before the podcast started, so I'm roughly 45 minutes behind. Um, the Telltale series game, y'all were talking about that. The show you guys don't watch because based off the Expanse. Yes. I didn't know that. I'm gonna play this game because that C- series is dope as hell. All right, carry on. Go talk about your Star Wars. So like. When it first started with the drummer boys, and I was like, all right, this is interesting. And then it started to slowly reveal itself with Star Wars. I was like, well, all right. This was interesting. Um, I am all for new Star Wars games. I just don't know how I feel about this one. Mostly because I don't know anything about it. Trailer looks beautiful. I have no clue what kind of game it is. Any thoughts? What you got? Oh, I got thoughts. I, I want to hear your thoughts. It. I feel like there. It's going to be a really good story-based game if they can do it right, so to speak. Um, I don't know if they're going to try to do the whole open-world thing or if they're going to make it a little bit more linear. Maybe similar to how The Last God of War was made, where it wasn't railroaded, but you still had that kind of area you can explore. Um, 
I foresee quite a bit of cinematics, more so than the last few that we've had, which hopefully will really bring that story roundabout, but we'll see. I feel like they're going to rush it, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to flop. I don't think it'll flop because Star Wars. Mm. Well, here's, here's, what here's, here's what I'll challenge you and anybody else listening, though. When did the game take place? The Republic era? Or pre-Republic it's, era? It's like earlier. It's it's pre... It's definitely pre... Um, uh, uh, prequels. Way pre-prequels. Um, none of those... Oh. Ships are in the... Not a single one of them. <clears throat> uh, what kind of character do you play in the game? Where does the game take place? What's the gameplay footage look like? When is this game going to release? What is the main focus of this game? Like these, these are things like this is why I hate getting announcements of a game so far out, and literally all we can do is speculate on what the game is. Like it's no fun. I hate that. This game it doesn't look pretty. Sure, so I was also hyped for the prequels when they came out. Look how those turned out. Like that that's that's my like I'm so tired of you'll see this game in six years and fun stuff. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Like it and at the end of it, all of it, none of it is gameplay footage. It, there's little no gameplay footage. Not actual gameplay footage. Like that's my thing. Does it look cool? Yeah. Star Wars. Like you, you honestly can't mess up Star Wars. It, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's real hard to mess up a Star Wars game, but if you ask EA um, they could do it handedly. It's hard to mess up a Star Wars game in appearance. Like, visually, it's really hard to mess up a Star Wars game because all you have to do is just think so far outside the box, it all looks like it's normal inside the box. Yeah. And like, just, that's the trick to Star Wars. And that's a good, that's a, the wild thing about it. You can make everything look brand new and super spanking, shiny, glossy, and it looks great. You can make everything I mean, look like dirt, and it looks great. Do you you know how uh, that haired, knotted henchman dude of Java the Hut got his nick his name right? Nope. Uh, somebody needed to get a bib Fortuna, and that guy's name is Bib Fortuna. <laughs> I was about to say, isn't his name Bib Fortuna? So when you're saying a hey, Bib Fortuna. Like, they had to go get a bib for tuna because they didn't want to get tuna on the on the suit. Yeah. While he was eating his lunch, and his name in the movie was Bib for tuna. tuna. That's that's yeah. amazing. So, like, I don't want to I don't want to dunk on people and be like, "Oh, you suck, stupid idea. You can't play Star Wars game. Ha ha ha. No, is you." My issue is just temper when you're going to give us these trailers. Don't give them to us so far ahead of time that you know. We're just disappointed because we we're gonna do what we what humans do overhype themselves mm-hmm. and then get disappointed when it drops. Whether the gameplay is bad or not, it looks cool now. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Ten years we had that game waiting. Everyone's asked for it. Finally got it. Was trash. Real bad. But apparently it was good enough to be nominated for Game of the Year, which it never. Oh, I know how. Never should have been nominated. Yeah. Um. Also, I firmly believe that Star Wars and Star Trek take place in the same universe. They're just so far separated, they never see each other. Uh, but carry on, Caleb. What other 
what other stuff do you have for us for trailers? I mean, we've got a ton of trailers, uh, but the that you want to talk about that I want to talk about. I think the Forspoken trailer, immaculate. That game is a wonder Bagger. to stare at. Absolute like that game is LeBron James all the way to the paint. LeBron James, bang like one hundred percent a banger. Um, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. That was primarily focused on Flash. I thought it looked pretty good. They said gameplay. I didn't see anything that looked like gameplay. Um, it could have been gameplay from a vertical slice for all we know. So I don't. I, I was a little bit like, mm, I don't know about that. And then speaking of Marvel Universe or DC Universe, they said we got a trailer that no one ever leaked, and it's an absolute surprise to everyone on the world. And it was a Wonder Woman game. And all we saw was Wonder Woman. We have no clue what kind of game. We have no clue if it's similar to Batman, if it's similar to Gotham Knight, if it's more towards uh, the Suicide Squad. We have no clue. All we know is we're getting a Wonder Woman game. Let me say this. It's about damn time. Let me say this. Don't mess it up. Time ain't, time ain't happened yet. It ain't released. It can still get canceled. Don't hold your breath. We've seen it time and time again. I'm still waiting on my my game about uh, what what's your name? Ghost from Starcraft. <laughs> that ain't never gonna happen. Yeah, I brought that 20 old game up. Never gonna happen. Look, Speaking they did the same thing. With, I I feel like the old man. I really do feel like the old man in the room. As I'm, I know I am. As I'm like, oh, I don't want to hear these games. Trailers must actually have games. Like I get it. I sound like an old geezer. But I've, I've watched so many games get announced and delayed and delayed and delayed or never spoken of you out for years. Platinum people games, just caught. Scalebound haunts me in my dreams. Yep. There's another one. And it just it, it lingers over everybody. And it's the one game that people remember because it was meh. Anthem. Game looked cool as hell. Game was trash as all could be. And that that one like that one didn't even have a long lead time. Like it was, hey, nine months you can have a game, sorta. Um, so like, I, I get it. They did the same thing for Wonder Woman. They did for Wolverine. Wolverine looked cool as well. I don't care. I know we talked about all the cool stuff in the in the trailer just because it's Marvel based. I want gameplay footage in your trailer. If you don't have gameplay footage in your trailer, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm going to make one exception here. To that rule because it will happen again in the future and somebody will be like well greg remember that one time when you said well now you can't say it now because when they announced new halo and so stupid stupid trailer off that has no gameplay footage i'm gonna get stupid hyped i'm letting you know now <laughs> hey we're all on the same page like i get it fandom you're gonna nerd over your fandom i can speak for hours i just i i want gameplay footage in a gameplay reveal otherwise it's just a trailer review and again, speaking of another decade-old game, uh, Space Marine 2, Warhammer. Um, I have no frame of reference for this. Ten years ago, I was literally a freshman in college and Skyrim came out. I didn't, I did not, do not, and will not care about a Warhammer game. Skyrim was all that mattered. Uh, Saints Row, trailer, quote-unquote, again, in-game footage that's supposed to be gameplay. I don't know if I could trust it, so I'm going to leave it alone. Uh, Saints Row is intriguing. I'm saying I'm more excited now than I was before, but uh, 
a lot of cautious optimism with that one. Um, A game that I am very excited for, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, mostly because it is uh, supposedly a fantasy expansion of Borderlands. Again, Borderlands, Wonderlands, Tiny Tina's a crazy little kid. You get it. Um, I'm excited for that one. Dune Spice Wars caught me out of nowhere and gripped me in a way that I didn't know a 4X strategy game could. I don't know what happened to me this year, but like that Dune movie encapsulated and captured my entire imagination. It's not, it's hard for a movie to do that. Like I've watched Tenet miss, twice and that movie. Did I miss really something with Dune? Maybe. Because like I watched Dune and I was, it was graphically impressive. But it was so boring. I could definitely it was see, like I could definitely see like why people say it's boring. But for me, man, I don't know. Dune has its hooks in me. I'm like planning. Uh, I'm house sitting for the homie. So part of my like house sitting duties is just like make sure the dogs don't get in at each other. Go on walks, blah blah blah. Watch the house. You know, do what you gotta do when you watch somebody else's crib. I'm not. I'm taking my switch with me, and I'm. I went and I found all the old Dune books at half price books for like twenty dollars on a lunchable. So I have all the old Dune books. I'm going back and rereading them, and then I'm gonna rewatch the movie again. That's like that's the grip Dune got on me. I've always known about well, Dune. You know what you should do? Yeah, watch the eight or the old. Never, first. never. I watch. Oh, I watch. What? Bruh, that movie. Like, I remember watching that movie way back in the day, and I was like, ooh, this is garbage, but it's so fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it's it's it's, like it's one of those, like... It, well, it's one of those, like, you go back and you watch, and you're like, wow, these graphics, it's like, they're okay, but they're trash. But the story, the, like, the story itself is good. The issue I had with a new Doom movie, like... <sighs> It's it's so slow, and they have characters in there that aren't in. Like, all right, how are you going to do Zendaya dirty like that? Like, you gave Zendaya, she's in the movie. She's in the movie. Like, I'm expecting to see Zendaya. Uh, I'm saying that name right, right? Zendaya, yeah. Okay. I just saw you look at me like I was like an idiot. No, some uh, people say like, Zendaya. She says Zendaya. She says Zendaya. I say Zendaya. Like, tomato, tomato. I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting for her to like actually do something in the movie. And old girl had like three lines she just repeated throughout the entire movie, and she didn't repeat them; they were on repeat. And then, and, and then, sorry if I spoiled Dune for you. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. The I, biggest moment something could happen. Nothing happened. Great.
Adds a little bit from... Sorry about that. I have no clue what happened. The internet died, and uh, we had some technical difficulties, but we're back here. We're back now. You're back? Yeah, all I heard was, it's so good, and nothing... Ha and then everybody froze. You're back choppy. I'm back choppy? Am I, am I better now? Yep. You're better now. Okay. Ash was just telling us about uh, the game she was looking forward to. Okay, let's start. Let's start back there. What game were you looking forward to, Ash? Uh, so Square is um making a game called Babylon's Fall, and it that did look kind of good. From, that looked good. That, that looked from good. what I've watched, if you're a Final Fantasy fourteen player, this is going to be a really interesting MMO for you. Agreed. Um, kind of outside the box of your traditional Final Fantasy style, while still maintaining a lot of the aesthetic of it. I um, at first thought it was an expansion for New World, but then the more they, mm -hmm. the more and more and more they talked about, it, I was like, "Oh, this is something new," and I really like it. Yeah, it looks really, really cool. Just from what I've dug into it, um, and kind of like looked at there on beta three, I believe now. Um, I'm also definitely looking forward to the Witch Queen for Destiny Two, as you well know. Uh, Destiny is a great, great pastime of mine at this point. Um, and then, of course, Hell uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, which I think, for anybody who hasn't played it before, it's a really underrated game. Um, if you haven't played the first one, trigger warning, it does explore the inner workings of mental psychosis and uh, schizophrenia, um, but it's really well written has the combat of like a Dark Souls game, um, so I think this one's going to be really, really good. I can't wait to see what they're going to do with it. Um, so far, it looks really good, so I'm hoping that they really expand on that. Um, there's another one. Oh, where is it? It was a little animated game that reminded me of a game on handheld called Puppet LaCroix. Um, which, you know, there's a massive debate on how that's actually pronounced. Um, but it looked really interesting. Oh, where's the name of it? I just had it listed. Hang on. Give me just a second. Oh, Cuphead also. That's going to be fun. Um... Are you talking about Rockstar official music video? No. Uh, Arcade Raiders? Arc Raiders? No. Arcade no. Raiders. Uh, oh, I need to sleep. Oh, Tunic. Tunic, the Zelda game comes out March sixteenth. Yeah. Started the show with that. Yeah, I see it. Um, but it it kind of like just the way that it looks uh, reminds me a lot of that Pablo Croix game, which I actually really enjoyed. Um, and then, huh? Sorry, I thought you said Pablo Croix, and I just couldn't pass up the Pepe Le Pew. Sir, sir. They're both sir. they're both French. I just I had to. We oui, we oui, baguette. Sir. Uh, also, for all you PC players, if you didn't get to watch, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to you, finally. Uh, a lot of people have been asking for it, so you guys finally get to play it if you don't have a console. And, and now they're crying about it. Yep. Carry on. But that was, that was an interesting take. That was actually announced technically uh, a little bit before. I think they had a leak um, about it and things like that. 
And then for people who are uh, big fans of, you know, Dead by Daylight and things like that, you've got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, which is coming out, which I think is going to be pretty cool. I hope they keep to the gruesome, gory, gross aspect that Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, especially since I'm a Texas native. I've actually been to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house. Um, It's kind of one of those, like, I don't know, Texas culture things at this point. Uh, especially for your horror cult, especially for your horror cult classics and things like that. What is a Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Like, is that the house? Is that like the actual house where that occurred? Because it's based off Real Offense originally, right? Originally, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre house is the one that they use for filming, and people who have obsessions have used that house for nefarious means afterward. Um, So it has this really dark, like dingy and thick aura to it it's definitely one of those like hot places to go if you're uh, a horror fan uh if you like adrenaline rushes and you just like movie aesthetic and things like that Um, i like watching things burn does that count (laughs) (laughs) um but it's it's definitely really cool on on that aspect um so i'm really interested to see where they're gonna take this um and then, if you guys are Silent Hills uh, people, um, Akira Yama- Yamaoka, I think is how you pronounce it, um, it did the soundtrack for Slitterhead, uh, which is a new horror game that is going to be uh, by the same creator as Silent Hill, um, Kiyotiro Toya- Toyama, I'm assuming. Toriyama. If I, if I butcher, butcher it, I'm sorry. I will make sure that I pronounce it better next time. Um, and then, of course, Lord of the Rings fans, Gollum. Gollum's getting his own game, which is going to be pretty interesting. We're just going to ignore the most important thing that they announced. What? We're, we're going we're to ignore the most important thing they showed off and announced. Which is? Um, the Halo TV series trailer. Duh. Like... Well, I thought we were just talking about games. <laughs> I mean, that's a TV series. Like, what is Halo? What is Halo? I know it's a game, but like that's the TV series. The game's already out. One of the first things you said when we started this topic was Sonic Adventures Movie 2 trailer. <laughs> yeah, mm, that's a movie. Not a game, Ash. Not a game. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to talk about that, then, then, you know, the whole the new Matrix that Keanu's working on, and then the game is based off of it. So, I mean, it's it's not a game. It's it's a. Uh, there's that too. It's basically a showcase engine for something five. It's not Unity. It's the other one. Unreal. Yeah, that one. It's, I'm here for you. It's a, it's a giant showcase for Unreal Engine Five. It's on PlayStation. It's on PC. I'm it's a- on Xbox. I mean, everyone's talking about it. Apparently, it's incredible. But I want to know how do you play Among Us in VR? I don't know, and I'm not asking. Like, I, I kind of want to find out. You got a VR? I'm uh, I'm tempted to buy a VR for this. Because I want to watch my kids. I wouldn't play this game, but I want to watch my kids struggle and then scream when some big red monster with a visor for a face attacks Assassinates them. them. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. I would assume that like you're, it's going to be first person. You can see the little nubby hands that they oh, have. That's, that's a, it's, it's like Rayman. 
that's what the trailer showed off. Like Rayman is just floating yeah. hands, just chilling everywhere. But like it does, like I still, I want to see it. I want to see my kids like <laughs> and huff around trying to get to the next thing they have to do. I, I, I'm, I might buy one. I'm tempted. I'm gonna try and find one. If you, just, if you, just if for you the do record that for the stream, we need that. <laughs> look, look. If it's anything like the PSVR when I showed my wife, who's terrified of the ocean, just that little thing where they drop her down to a tank and she cried, it'll, it'll be gold. Go viral. TikTok all day. Um, viral. Just make sure that you get good at drywall repair just in case. <laughs> uh uh-uh, uh, you break it, you fix it. You, you broke it, you're going to get good at it. Um, all right, so yeah, I mean, I, I've been scrolling up and down this list of trailers I've seen as you guys are talking. Uh, I'm interested in Tunic because it looks so much like a cute little Foxy Zelda game. Uh, so I can't wait for March 16th. Um, I don't care to see any more about Horizon. Look, I'm at that point. I'm already invested. I don't care anymore. I don't know why people still torch themselves playing Destiny 2, but I'm glad Bungie still has a job. Uh, Warhammer Space Marine 2. Uh, this is one of those where the trailer looks like it could be really cool, but I expect the game to be absolute trash. Uh, so I can't wait to find this game in a bargain bin. <laughs> like, and that's honestly just where Warhammer games always go is a bargain bin. Um, I mean, so like, I'm really... And maybe I'm new to like the Warhammer universe. Like, People would not shut up about this game on twitter i know that's the internet it's not real life but like they would not shut up like there was a lot of excitement on youtube like a lot of people were talking about oh i was in college when this one first came out some people were like oh i remember this when like i just graduated i got married blah 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 and i like the guy who's playing the main character like grew up playing the actual tabletop warhammer game there seems to be a lot of fandom around this any chance it's not a dud? Any chance at all? In the tabletop world, as somebody who actually does play a lot of tabletop in the past, and not so much now, but I'm more into cards at this point, um, Warhammer is a big deal in tabletop. Um, not just for your minifig creators and builders, but just in general, because it's such a very niche game, but also a very, like, structured game, I guess. Um, you know, I went from Warhammer to Heroclix. I still have my Heroclix. I really wish they would make an actual video game of that. Because what the heck recent- is a Heroclix? You don't remember the Heroclix? The Heroclix were yeah. the little figures that came on, and they had, like, an octagon. No, they were in a circle. And so, like, you would use them and fight. And that the circle said how much HP and damage and stuff they did. And so, like, as they took damage, you would turn the circle because that means they took damage. That's like their counter. And then you move around the board. It was like Dungeons and Dragons figures, but instead you'd have like Halo figures or Marvel figures and DC figures, and they just like expanded the hell out of it. Never seen Hero yeah. in my life. I've never seen. I this is the first time I've ever seen, so, seen or heard about I, anything. I guarantee you, if I, you know what, I'm gonna find an image because I guarantee you know exactly what they are. Yeah, the cool but thing about them also is that the Heroclix figures, like 
each character, the more they get damaged and unlocks like new abilities, which is really neat. Especially if you have Hulk or Man Thing or Power Girl or any of those. Which, by the way, some of those are actually going for like stupid amounts of money right now. I have some World of Warcraft ones. I don't even know why I have World of Warcraft. Like, Caleb, you can't tell me you've never seen these before. I'm trying to. I'm trying to check. I don't think I've ever seen these, my G. Like, and they would come in. They usually come in uh, packs of like five or six. I thought there were three. Uh, the older ones you got less, but it depends on if you got a brick or whether you got a booster. Or now they have like the actual like um, the sets that you get. Yeah, uh, I think it's five boxes total. like that. Five. Yeah, I've never seen these in my um, life, man. Bruh. Bruh. Here, these, I'm kind of sad, like, sad I've never seen these because this looks dope. But these, 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 like, these are something else. Uh, yeah. Here, I, I, I actually but anyway. have a set that's unopened. What? That's one of my faves. Don't open I'm going to show fear. my mood moment. So, this is Heroclix set. Oh. Yeah. They're, they're like little what one inch tall figures, give or take, yeah. And so this one's got Hulk and Thor and Loki and and it's unopened. It's part of my collector. I have four of these, different ones, obviously. But yeah, these are yeah. these are hero clicks. Yeah, yeah, these these are fun. Anyway, uh, here's the thing about Warhammer. Warhammer is going to do, like Ash said, really, really well in that community. Warhammer ain't going to do a damn thing outside of that community. Huh. Like, I, it's it, it. It might grab like a handful of people. It's one of those games I've always sat there and looked at, and I'm like, "Huh, that looks really cool." But they all the Warhammer games are also different styles. Like, none of them are the same. So every single one is just in the Warhammer universe, but it's a, com a complete different style. It'd be like if you took the the 2010s era of Halo, mm -hmm. where you had the top-down twin-stick shooters, you had the Wars series, you had the actual traditional Halo games, you had all that weird stuff happening the last 10 years, and then you added, like three or four more genres to it. That's what Warhammer games are like. They're all different. Makes so. sense. Wow, you've never seen a hero clicks. Is it is it uh, bad that I feel older than Caleb now? Uh, listen, I might have just missed <laughs> it because I was head over heels addicted to Disney Infinity. Halo 3 came out, they had hero clicks because I have a Cortana and I think a Chief Halo or Hero Click. Fam. Real talk. First time I've ever heard the word hero click is this podcast. Bruh. Bruh. The the Master Chief Arbiter one is going on and for $53? Oh. <laughs> Why do we do this? Every episode we all try to get me to spend daggone money. I swear to God. <laughs> Every time we do, like, we talk about some nerd nostalgia, and I just jump into it, and I'm like, oh, 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 look at me. Gotta love it. 
All right. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? If they ever bring Disney Infinity back, I tell you what, I go broke. All three of my bank accounts empty. I tell you that right now. They ain't gonna gonna bring that. They 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 came out with this new thing called Toonies. Disney Toonies. Yeah, no. Keep trash. Keep it. I want it. It's uh, it's essentially the same concept, except you have this little box and they make noise and it's ridiculous. Bring back Apparently Disney it's a huge Infinity. hit right now. Bring back Disney Infinity. That's what I want. They're not going to bring it back. Same reason why they won't bring Skylanders back. True. Okay. Which, by the way, I have a butt ton of those. Speaking of collectibles oh. and internets and figurines, uh, Ubisoft is the first AAA studio to make its foyer into the world, aka, uh, well, not really into the world, into the metaverse, um, with what they are calling the world's first playable NFT. Are they correct about this? No. NFT games exist and have existed for a little bit while. For, for a little bit, quite a while. And some of them are so bad that you can't even play the game without first buying an NFT because, like, you don't have a character. Um... When it was first announced, right after the uh, award show, I had a little bit of curiosity. And I said, okay, let me wait and see what's going on. And they, re- they, they dropped a trailer. I'm tempted to send it in the group chat and let the, let the, let the, the stream see the trailer. Um, but essentially, there's three items of limited edition, and the first three are free. There's a mask, a gun skin. I don't think it's a full gun. I think it's a gun skin and some pants. They're serial numbered. You get them by earning them, and you play. You can't. You can't actually buy them. You have to get them through playing the game. The trailer, after being up for twenty four hours, had two hundred and fifty k dislikes. Currently, it had. I think 15k likes and was last seen at 400k dislikes. The dislikes continue to grow so much that the video is currently delisted. You like it's on YouTube, it's on the internet, but you can't see, you can't you can't watch it. Um that just shows you a how bad I think Ubisoft executed this mostly because a it's very restrictive. You can't get the NFTs any other way other than playing the game problem is you can't just play the game on pc which is it's tied to ghost recon breakpoint you can only play the game on pc and you have to play it um on ubi connect so you can't play it on steam you can't play it on epic you can't play it on your xbox you can't play it on your playstation i love nfts i love the concept of nfts and the easiest way to explain nfts to people who don't know anything about nfts is like hey have you ever heard of video game skins have you ever bought one basically an nft for the first AAA, first AAA company to step into it so bad, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Any thoughts? I think that they really dug themselves a hole because they made it so proprietary that nobody is willing to go the extra mile to get something that's so minor, I guess you could say. Um, and by going so proprietary, they have kind of just dug themselves into a hole of obnoxiousness at that point. Yeah. So. Agreed. 
Um, and so I need you to explain something to me before we we carry on. Sorry. Um, Okay, so NFTs are non-fungible tokens. Correct. I get that. Uh, Every NFT is its own individual thing, serialized, separate. Nobody else can own the exact same NFT that you own. Correct. Correct? Correct. Okay. How do you play a game with NFTs? That's the question. Um, so some of them are built on. So some games are built on blockchain technology, and so explain blockchain technology to me. <laughs> so blockchain technology is basically a ledger that uh, records every transaction that occurs within a specific ecosystem. It is verified by other. Uh, links within the system so that's how it's that's how it's you can't really, you can't forge just you can't forge something you can't fake it so it's literally like a giant ledger that says uh so john terry and, and kevin all all are in the room together and they all have their Back own they all have their ledgers and they look at their ledgers and terry says uh i'm adding this item to the pot john and Kevin will check their ledger and say, okay, we can verify that Kevin, that, that Terry actually did this. And then it goes into the blockchain. And once it's in the blockchain, it cannot be changed, edited, removed, or anything. So we can see what Terry did. And then if Terry passes on that item to another person, let's say Kim, Kim, it gets recorded in the blockchain that Terry handed off this item to Kim. And Kim is the new owner. And so you can go back and see the history of the item, what it was bought for, when it was created, how it was minted, created, minted what it sold for, what it was purchased for, and who it was passed on to, whether it was gifted or it was sold. Um, so it's literally just a way of tracking transactions. That's the easiest way I can explain blockchain technology, and I did a really bad makes job. Makes sense. I, be, I did a really bad job of it, but that's it makes sense. Uh, so when you're coding the game from the beginning, you code it within the blockchain. So everything from the beginning is coded within the blockchain, and since it's coded within the blockchain, you can build your characters based on blockchain technology. Um, banks use it to make like giant international transfers. So like the United States of America is sending $2.7 trillion to Paraguay. They're not actually going to send that $2.7 trillion in actual cash. They will send a transaction number to Paraguay and it will be recorded by the Paraguayan government that they received this transaction number. And then once that's verified, then the funds begin to flow. That makes sense. Uh Same thing with the same thing with video games. So the bad thing is about they're building this not even on like standard blockchain technology, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, Litecoin. They're building it on the Topaz infrastructure, which is supposed to be environmentally more friendly. A lot of people are saying hogwash. Uh, the big concern, my big concern is like for games like Assassin's Creed, Division, uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, all the things that Ubisoft owns, this could have been a really great moment for them to create their own ecosystem in a way that works to the benefit of the gamer. And it just seems like a horrendous cash grab and they're getting absolutely slaughtered for it. And the fear is that now that Ubisoft has broken the floodwaters, um, Andrew Wilson, the evil James Bond villain that he is, and EA are next. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I had I had high hopes for NFTs in the gaming space. Now I'm kind of concerned. I, my issue with this was the announcer was like if you have to own the NFT to actually use the NFT, that means that everybody's character is going to be different, and nobody would ever look the same, which is cool. However, that just lessens what my desire to play because if I see something cool, I don't want it. Not to mention, and correct me if I'm wrong, say they broke up Mario Kart online play in NFTs. Only you can own a specific Mario Mario Kart NFT. Nobody else can own that NFT. What's the point in playing if you own it? Like, so, what it, what 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 does it do? Like, my mind said, like, if I'm NFTs, everybody talks about NFTs, and all you think is cha-ching money. Like, that's that's all you can think of when you hear NFTs nowadays is how much is that NFT going for? Mm-hmm. So how much money do I have to spend for said NFT? And then what does the NFT do for you? Because in my mind, if I'm spending money, it's either enjoyment um, and or a way to get a return on it. Yeah. So Especially when it's that big, I want a return. Yeah. It's so it's double, it's a dual edged thing because like right now, Ubisoft saying, okay, for right now, it's just cosmetic and won't affect gameplay. That could be problematic. So imagine you get an NFT that's a, let's just say an M4 carbine, but it's zero 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 one. So it's the first edition, the first mint of that M4 carbine. And it just so happens to be the best gun in the game. Actually, let's go ahead and just use an example that's happening in real life right now. Battlefield 2044 is one of the worst launched games that people have ever seen. 2042. 2042. I apologize. The best gun in the game is the PP20. Uh, if you are not running the PP20, you are not killing anybody. Um, so imagine if they ran an NFT drop for Battlefield 2042, and then the the drop is a boosted PP20. So now you not only have the best gun in the game being turned into an NFT that can be bought and sold on the marketplace, it's also the best gun in the game and it's boosted so the nft version is boosted compared to the regular in-game version that's just gonna that if that happens i don't understand how a player a base can keep up with that now again if it's just strictly cosmetic it's just be like okay i have this skin in destiny or i have this the spider-man skin in fortnite does it affect the game no if you're still trash you're trash but you look cool running around as spider-man we all know this stuff starts cosmetically. Everything starts cosmetically. And again... All know, start horse armor. Yep. <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to Oblivion. But, I don't know. At first I was interested. Now I'm troubled. But I hope there's... I hope and believe that there's a good... There's a good, honest way of doing NFTs that are in video games that benefit the player... To where they can make money, but also like it doesn't necessarily defeat the purpose of the game. But that's yeah. all. I well, have. I I appreciate you bringing it because this this is something like your whole metaverse, NFT, blockchain, coins, like it's stuff that I know this much about, and I love you bringing information to the table and sharing more facts and knowledge with us. Just like Ash shared with us the most boring competition I've ever heard of in my life before the podcast. But Hey, if you want to win a couple grand being the best at Excel spreadsheets, you do you. I mean, 
I'm saying, Greg, we can start training now and be ready for competition next year. I'll get back to you on that one. All right, guys. Oh, no, uh, you might be good at it. <laughs> yeah, I can sleep with the best of them. Um, is there anything else we want to talk about before we get out of here today? No, that's it. Ash, as our resident expert on where to find us, can you please tell everybody else? Because Caleb and I don't know. Yeah, uh, so you can find us on the gram at the TDM show. Um, you can also spot, find us on Spotify, uh, Team Deathmatch. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at the TDM show as well. Um, any other platforms that you use for watching our podcast, it's either the TDM show or Team Deathmatch show. Um, other than that, like, follow, subscribe. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you know when we go live. It's, actually, like it's actually over there, Ash. I don't know why you pointed there. It's over there. You shouldn't what? know this by now. Whatever. Did, uh, did, did we just fire Matt? I think so. Like, I mean, she's been here, what, two months? Maybe maybe I'm wrong. But maybe it's because I just drowned Matt, Matt out at this point when I say tell him where to find us. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm so used to it. I, I stop hearing what he says. I just listen for his voice to stop. Um, but I don't think he tells them where to find us everywhere. He says hit us up with the email, if I'm not mistaken. He tells them to reach out to us on, on Twitter. He tells us to find our, our podcast on all the places podcasts are found. But Ash just went <laughs> and jumped into it and was like, you can find it all over the place. This is where it's on the gram. That's what caught my attention. The gram. The, the gram. kids still call it the gram? I thought it was the oh. IG now. Wait. It depends on whether you're a zennial or millennial. <laughs> oh, I'm an old deal. Um, Ash, where can they find you at? Crying. It's actually so, millennial. Elder millennial, I think, is is the coined term, sir. Uh oh. Uh, look, this is this is a marketing <laughs> opportunity. Uh, if you're not called a millennial. As the top end of the millennial, like it's it's a missed opportunity, and it's I think it's actually a geriatric millennial is the term. Yeah, I'm a, oh I'm a look I'm a millennial. Like if you do anything else besides make it just one word, you done messed up. I kind of like millennial. I'm like I'm a millennial, solidly millennial, but I got the body of a geriatric. Yeah, I roll out of bed, and if I don't take two aspirins and an excedrin, your boy is going down for the count. Oh, dude, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta crawl up to the medicine cabinet. I got naproxen and, and Advil and excedrin. Hold up, hold up. Before we start sharing all of our drugs with the <laughs> community, Ash, why don't you go ahead and tell them where they can find it? They can find you, because um, you already told them where they can find us. Me specifically, you can find me on Instagram, you can find me on Twitter, uh, PlayStation, uh, Twitch specifically, at MS underscore Sparks Madness. Um, I don't really have a Discord, but I will be putting one up soon um, so that you guys can know when I go live. And I will be posting the podcast links as well. Um, it's already up on my Twitch, so if you follow me on Twitch, the podcast link is there as well as on Facebook. That's the most impressive yep. thing I've ever seen or heard of in my entire life. I didn't even know how to post links to my Twitch. And I was I was semi-pro for a year and a half. Um, my Facebook is de deactivated. So is my Instagram. The only thing that leaves uh, that is a uh, list that is left. I can't speak English. 
is my Twitter. You can catch me on Twitter at Metaverse Mook for the rest of the year. On the 31st, I will be deactivating my Twitter for 30 days. It's my time to detox, get away from the social medias, start the year off on a clean note, not being mad about who's doing what, where on the internet. So I just spend time with myself, the good man upstairs, and more than likely, a disgusting amount of time of Skyrim. But until then, I'll be on Twitter for the rest of the year, at Metaverse Mook. And you can find me on Twitter, at Tonksy, T-O-N-N-K-S-Y. Uh, it's usually where I'm just going to post both stars, but I haven't been able to because they didn't do their Saturday post for this last two weeks. So I'm a little upset about that, but, you know, it's whatever. It is what it is, I guess. Um, that being said, uh, that's the show, guys. Uh, we love you. I'm exhausted. I'm going to bed now. Uh, we'll catch you next week. Be safe. Stay clean. Wash your hands. Get stabbed in the arm. Have a good week.